good place. We can live honestly with good people. You never thought about leaving? Why, you think the big city's better? Okay, what's the deal with Cole? One minute, I think we... I have watched almost every single W Christmas movie in the history of Christmas movies. I know the plot. There really is only one, maybe two. Well, it's either girl goes to big city, guy goes to big city, goes back home. Okay. Um, They're pretty standard. I happen to live in a house that has Christmas in July. That's the reruns. We're fully in. Okay. Don't get me started, but when... You heard all the buzz about a cowboy Christmas. You thought, you know how these movies are made. You go to the lower mainland. You go to Whistler. You go to suburban Toronto. You go to Lake Country. You sprinkle fake snow around in the middle of Ju- No, no. You go to Maple Creek, Saskatchewan in March. Real snow, real people. And you make a movie, The Cowboy Christmas. This is so cool. Jessica Watch is VP Head of Business Development, Trilight Entertainment. This was a Saskatchewan production, and it's rolling out soon in the U.S., and it'll be another Christmas before we get it here. Ms. Watch, welcome aboard, and thanks so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate this opportunity. I didn't want to sound like a cynical jerk. You know, there are more than two plot lines, but it's, <laughs> I, I love these things. <laughs> you're, not, you're not wrong, though. That They are very similar, but we always try to add a little bit of a charm to ours whenever we make these types of movies, to add a little bit of a difference. So I, I'm watching the trailer and some of the, the, the takes on this thing. The street scenes, you know, the Christmas festival, it's really, is that all Maple Creek? That is all Maple Creek with all the volunteers that we were able to round up because of the community we had out there. Those are all Maple Creek civilians. That's fantastic. I mean, and what a nice, I mean, just, and some of the visuals, especially the, you know, the big sweeping hills and the, you know, the the horses. And it's just really, really visually appealing. It is very beautiful. We were very fortunate when we were able to start scouting out there that Maple Creek was there and then they were so, they welcomed us with open arms to make this happen. And then with the historic Reacher Ranch as well, they all just really came together so we could make the most beautiful film. And I think we achieved that. Okay, so you're on, it's the Reacher Ranch you used for the ranch shots? That is correct. They We shot everything there. They were we even changed the name to welcome it. We could use their signage and everything. Wow. And that's a well and that's a well known ranch in the southwest, right? It is. They are very well known. I know lots of people go to them during the summer months and go stay on their go stay on their land and go do all their activities and they were absolutely fantastic to work with. Jessica Watch with Trilight Entertainment. Okay, so this Saskatchewan made a Christmas movie, a cowboy Christmas. What's the plan for release then that makes it different in the two countries? Well, for right now, we had um, obviously, like you mentioned, it is released in the states right now for this Christmas season, and then just the way. The, way the business works. Sometimes you do get delayed by a little bit of time since it hasn't even been a year yet. So we are releasing it in Canada um, around Christmas 2024, but there is a hope that we are going to bring it sooner to the province of Saskatchewan. So we are hopefully working on something that could be announced fairly soon that more Saskatchewan people can see our film this Christmas. That's great. Now, when you did the special premiere uh, back mid-October in Maple Creek, that must have been a great night out. Oh, that was so amazing that we were able to come and actually do a private screening for everyone for the community of Maple Creek and help them raise their funds 
for their town and everything else. And it was such an amazing evening to see everybody again and get to share this experience with them. So as far as Saskatchewan and production, this is uh, one of the creative Saskatchewan projects. I I know there's a real attraction to movie making in Canada generally because, you know, cost of production, the exchange rate, other things. So is there the, the, the opportunity for more of this kind of film now that you've done this one, particularly using a town like Maple Creek? Oh, absolutely. Like, Creative Saskatchewan has been very, very supportive with us for many, many years. And then now with this one in particular, they were they were amazing to help us pull it together very quickly. And then with the town of Maple Creek as well, it kind of just shows that maybe other towns within across the entire province would be willing to do this as well. So it's it's very possible that it's going to be an amazing opportunity for us to do another film here, hopefully in the next few months. Jessica, kind of with the same outcome. Jessica Watch, Vice President, Head of Business Affairs, Trilight Entertainment, the movie, A Cowboy Christmas, uh, rolling out now. Okay, I know nothing about uh, movie production. So you shot this in March, and this thing's ready to go now. Yes, it is. We, we pride ourselves on being able to turn ourselves around fairly quickly, especially if the market is right and we can get them out. For, the, so everyone can see them as soon as possible. So is like so that is because that seems to me to be a really fast turnaround. It definitely was, but luckily we have very professional uh, people that we're working with here in Saskatchewan, and they were all able to make it happen. So with Creative Dust and with our post production houses and our crew and everyone, it was just an amazing experience to be able to turn it around this quickly. I laughed when I was reading all the material. Um, you do refer to the uh, the extras wearing Christmas sweaters, but you make the point of calling them locals. So that was a pretty good... How many people actually from around Maple Creek show up somewhere in this? We had, I think it was about... 200 and that was from the town of maple creek when we start we said we needed to do something like this we had the mayor and we had some of the people in the community put the word out so they were the ones that were actually able to gather everybody for us to be in the movie and we were actually so lucky that we were able to get everybody and as a huge thank you we actually listed everybody who did appear in that large scene as a local or a part of the community in our end credits you did that's great (laughs) So I, I can just I can just hear that. Stop that, honey. Stop now. Okay, there's my name right there. Eh? Yes, exactly. We worked really hard to showcase how appreciative we were of the community for coming together, and because it was a long shoot that day, and they really pulled it out of the park for us. So what was okay? Just before I let you go, so what was the production time? If you shot in March, um, was it filmed all in one run, or did you do several you know periods over a certain number of months? No, we shot the movie over two weeks. We had wow. 14 days. Good stuff. Well, with that kind of fast turnaround, uh, all the best in future, Jessica. And uh, hope uh, I know this is going to do very well. Thanks so much for sharing your time with us. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Jessica Watch with Trilight Entertainment, the movie A Cowboy Christmas, which uh, they said they're working on something to get some Saskatchewan eyes on this sooner. Uh, it's now out in the U.S., And I'm sure if you watch Hallmark, you will catch it. If you watch W, which is our Canadian version, you'll maybe see it a little bit later. A Cowboy Christmas. We'll add it to the repertoire, and then you can say, that's Maple Creek, and that's the Reese Ranch. And that's, well, I know that person. This is 650 CKOM and 980 CJME.
from he shall remain nameless. Happy one day from retirement. I know you're going to be squeezed living on CPP and OAS, but I do suggest a $5 wager on today's game. I know $5 is a lot of money. Packers, Lions, you won't be watching the game during the show. Of course, I wasn't watching the game. Haven't turned it on. And Greg, I'm so pumped. Packers are up 20 to 6. But the Lions are a great team. And after one quarter, that looks like a good game. Of course, American Thanksgiving. When it is the triple header today uh, in the NFL. That is so good. Okay. So tomorrow, I just want to set the stage. Uh, This has been the absolute most remarkable run of this radio show that I ever could have uh, thought would be possible. Uh, I am humbled by the response, and tomorrow is my last show. So what we'll be doing here is clearing the decks. We'll talk with you. We'll talk with me. We'll have uh, a few people will check in, old friends of the show over the years. But this tomorrow will be your show. Maybe you've never, ever called. I've had a number of texts from people who have said, I've never called. But, well, tomorrow, call. Evan Bray begins his show here Monday. It'll be 8.30 till 12.30, same time as this show. But it's one of the principles of entertainment. You cannot be someone else. You know, whether you're watching a new show or a sitcom or whatever you are, Shows have their own arc, they have their own personality, and you are going to love Evan's show. It will still be doing what we do here in terms of the important big stories of the day, important Saskatchewan issues, but Evan would never try to be me uh, because I would say to him, you're you, be yourself. And that, of course, is who Evan will be and those who have known him as the police chief. I think you'll be in for a very, very good time. Uh, The other thing, um, we look back on 25 years of shows. Our anniversary was September. Uh, There have been some amazing people who aren't with us anymore. We'll pay tribute to some of them tomorrow. Uh, As well, we'll go over some of the highlights, some of your thoughts and mine. On the show today, Dustin Duncan got things going, minister responsible for Sask Power. Sask Power is saying the new CER, the clean electricity regulations. And as you know, Ottawa, when they try to close down things, call their alternatives clean. You see, using natural gas is somehow unclean. Using coal is even less clean. Of course, you know from emitting uh, on the greenhouse gas side, nitrous oxide, methane, and CO2, natural gas is considerably cleaner than many others. But of course, Ottawa's clean energy regulations, as Dustin Duncan laid out, would cost this province if we could comply. And the window is so short on a 2035 green energy agenda, there isn't 11 years of compliance. But if there was, you will see power bills doubling. You will see the cost to the power company about a $40 billion capital hit. That's not going to happen. Dustin Duncan. Uh, At the end of our interview, I suggested he's already volunteered to go to jail because he's the minister of Sask Energy. And Sask Energy, as of January 1st, will stop collecting and remitting the carbon tax on natural gas. So who knows? Dustin Duncan might volunteer to go to jail for Sask Power. But he did point out that by 2035, 
he's likely not going to be in politics anymore or the minister of Sask Power. But this is the iniquity of all of this. Stephen Gibo, the radical climate activist with Greenpeace, who's now the minister of climate change and the environment, is actually talking as the regulations of the clean energy uh, regulations are now being rolled out. They're actually talking about criminal sanctions. If you don't follow the federal government's mandate, you could actually end up charged with a criminal offense for which the penalty is jail. Uh, Laura Fominoff was in on that very lively Saskatoon meeting yesterday. City councilors approving a new complex needs shelter. We had uh, Malcolm Buchholz here on the 1957 famous Moss Bank debate. That was the one where liberal Ross Thatcher bested longtime CCF then became NDP or Tommy Douglas in that now famous debate. So lots of stuff on the go here today. Stay around all afternoon and uh, come back tomorrow. I hope you will for our final show and it will be farewell. Uh, if you read one thing on all of the social media sites you go by, uh, Calgary Herald's Rick Bell was always known as Dinger. Dinger Bell. Uh, Rick Bell <laughs> writes a piece called The Liberal Death March. Trudeau again tries to turn around the Liberal Death March. He talks about what the carbon tax has done to the Liberal Party brand. He talks about the Hail Mary passes, many passes being thrown by Krisha Freeland this week. And he says, if you feel a general sense of unease, dissatisfaction, your gut telling you there should be a shakeup, you would be far from alone. And he says, if you sense the system and those in charge, the high and mighties, who think they're smarter than the rest of us, have let us down big time without apology, you would be right again. And he lays out the number crunching, where Canada remains today. And he says the Prime Minister will try to play the character as a drama teacher of someone who looks like he cares. And uh, Dinger Bell goes on with uh, the Trudeau Liberal Party Death March. Have a great rest of this day. I'm John Gormley. This is 650 CKOM and 980 CJME.